If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this episode, and make sure to enjoy. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for Anchor sponsoring this podcast. Enjoy. Why cannot Apple, the biggest company in the world, the inventor of multi-touch, get a touch screen into the Mac? No one knows. Is it that they do not want to? Also, the only thing that makes the MacBook Air bezels look good is the 21.5-inch iMac. Ouch. On the inside, this thing is a miracle, on the outside, it looks like it is from 2015. The screen is fine, but not anything incredible. I swear I will take a whole point off every Mac until they give them a touchscreen. It is 2021, Apple invented multi-touch in 2007. Just like the iPad Pro, this thing is so close to being perfect, they both just need one thing. Something that the other has and has had since the beginning. Hardware. The hardware on the MacBook Air is mixed. The biggest, and only important, change this generation is the processor. This is a big change though. The March 2020 MacBook Air had an Intel Dual or Quad 10th generation processor. The i3 base model did not have much power but was fine for most people. The i5 and i7 models thermal throttled and were not a fun experience. Intel's processors are based on the x86 architecture. x86 has been used on computers for a while and is also used on AMD chips. Apple is taking a different approach. They are using their own in-house silicon based on the ARM architecture. ARM licenses their core design so companies with the resources to do it, like Apple, can make their own chips off the architecture. Apple has been making chips ever since the A4, and it is still used in the iPhone and iPad today. Actually, the iPhone 6S's A9 chip, five generations older than the current, outperforms the base Intel iMac. Apple's current A14 chip demolishes every other mobile chip and even most laptops. It has the highest single-core score out of every phone and almost every computer on Geekbench 5. The M1 in the MacBook Air, Pro, and Mac Mini is an A14 processor with two more high-performance cores and four more GPU cores. It performs incredibly well, 3.5x the previous MacBook Air. It also allows the MacBook Air to be completely fanless. Usually, this would cause the laptop to get really warm and stop working as fast, but the MacBook Air never gets too hot. It also barely drops performance, it only drops in intense workloads for a long amount of time, but it still performs well then. The M1 also has a very low power consumption, which means it has incredible battery life. Apple is advertising 18 hours of battery life, and the MacBook Air is living up to Apple's claims. The M1 performs absolutely great on the MacBook Air, so it gets a 10 tenths. Unfortunately, that is where the MacBook Air hardware advantages sadly end. The LCD panel has a resolution of 2560 by 1600 and a PPI of 227. In comparison, the iPad Pro 11-inch has 260 ppi and a resolution of 2,388, 1,668. The MacBook Air's Retina screen looks fine. 
The only other change that you can see is the screen now supports P3 wide color, which means it can show more color. The MacBook Air screen is 13.3 inches and will look good for almost anyone. It is still stuck at 60 HD, but so are most laptops. Do you know what a lot of laptops do have? A touchscreen. Do you know which laptop does not have a touchscreen? Most laptops under $400, and the $1,000 MacBook Air. I see my friends fiddling with their trackpads every day, instead of reaching up and touching the screen, just like I just did to fix a typo I made. The MacBook Air screen gets an unfortunate 5 tenths. This brings us to design. It is a laptop, so it does not have any cool tablet modes or drawing modes. Oh wait, it cannot because it does not have a touchscreen. The design does look nice though, very slim, clean, and minimal, just like you would expect from an Apple product. It has a wedge-shaped design, so it gets thinner closer to the front of the laptop. This makes for a better typing experience than something like the MacBook Pro. The only thing that bothers me in the design is the big bezels, and the lack of a tablet mode. By 2021 standards, they are big enough to be criticized in a review. They also seem to be a cause of annoyance, especially coming from my iPad Pro. The iPad Pro does have bezels, but they are small and equal on all sides. I would have rather they made the side bezels bigger just so that they can be equal. The design of the MacBook Air gets a 7 tenths. Overall, the hardware inside the MacBook Air is fine. I will probably be criticized if I do not criticize Apple for including a 720p webcam. They spent 20 minutes talking about how the M1 helps process the image of the 720p webcam, but it just looks like it is trying to smooth my face. The hardware gets a score of 7. 5 tenths. Software. The software of the MacBook Air is incredible. It is running Mac OS Bissour, which had some problems at first, but is now polished up. The experience is very standard, and you can get most apps that you need. The design of Mac OS is clean and minimal, which I have probably said like 10 times in the review. I honestly do not know much to say about the software, because it is just a very standard operating system running on a very standard computer. The software gets a 9 tenths. Conclusion. Using the MacBook Air is just what you would expect from a traditional computer. There are no crazy features, a traditional OS, and a traditional design. The chip inside is not traditional, but it does not feel weird using, just refreshing not use crazy slow Intel chips. Everything is super snappy, productivity is very good, and it is all around a very good experience. But it is just that. It is nothing very special. It is honestly a boring computer. But if that's what you need and want, it is the best value at this price. If you want a more fun experience, I recommend the iPad Pro, and to learn more about that, check out my iPad Pro review. Overall, the MacBook Air gets an 8. 5 tenths.